0: podcasting from beautiful South Jersey. Brainwash, the podcast that cleans your brain. June 16. Welcome to the show. We're here with uh, Toby Van Wilgen. It's has um, been quite a quite a week, Toby. Haven't you think? Don't you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? You finished your school. You did. You did. Oh yeah. You had a, you had a huge week. I did have a big week. Well, kind of.
1: What? I mean, yeah, it was a big week. You know, finished my bachelor, defended my thesis mightily. You're moving on in life. That's good. That's I a good know. Thing. To more school. What a great step I'm making.
0: Well, that's not the point. The point is that you're, you know, you're, you're, you have to go to in, step into the future.
1: Mm-hmm. From bachelor's to master's. What a big step.
0: Oh, then, well, then there's more after that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So are you
1: optimistic about the future? No oh are we, are we gonna all gonna die? It's two thousand twenty. Oh it's may of two sorry June of two thousand and twenty. there's like not too much to be optimistic about. although um optimistic. yes and no. I'm optimistic about people my age. I think we're great. I'm part of the future, the best generation the the generation Z.
0: Your guys have to fix everything.
1: Exactly. And we're going to do a great job because we're much better than millennials. According to everyone, including ourselves.
0: Well, I don't, I don't like that distinction betw- between... Generations. Uh,
1: those are marketing terms. You don't
0: like labels? No. These are marketing terms. They're just la- labels to market certain products to certain people. Yeah, but they may that they exist for a reason. I'm supposed to be a Gen Xer, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Okay, but
1: if products are more marketable to you than they are people that were born 20 years before or after you, that means there's a certain level of relevance to the fact that you were born at that point in time.
0: Of course, there's always a relevance to it,
1: and, was, and thus they I, make, I, thus the labels make sense. And
0: I have interests in a different interest than you have, but it doesn't mean I'm I'm part of. I, I, you can just put you can just <laughs> put me on the pile of freaking. Car consumers and, so, and, and and commercial watchers.
1: You, you don't think there's a certain general similarity, if uh, maybe at least one, between all people born? Like, millennial, I think, is 1980 to 1996, I think. Something like that. Because I, I know it stops in 96, because I was born in 97. Yeah,
0: and the uh, Gen Xers were... I mean, I think it was one of the... F-
1: you were before that, so 60 to 80, probably. 65 yeah. till... 80,
0: 79. 80? So, yeah. So... Well, there's, a, you mean if the can you? That's a guess, by the way.
1: I, I don't know for sure the generational. The, no, that's, boundaries. again, this, it's all a it's it's a, a abstract. Hey, there's bro. There's no strict lines. Yeah. It's just a it's just a human construction, bro. Yeah.
0: And then to tell you the truth, um, from every generation, uh, people live in different eras anyway. So some people live mentally in the in the mm. 40s. Some people live mentally mm-hmm. in. The, some conservative people live mentally in, you know, 1812. Yeah. Because a lot of people still believe that, you know, the South...
1: Should, the <laughs> should South shall prevail. ...still exist. <laughs> and stuff. Well. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh, God. Yeah, like, don't take down those statues, you know?
0: No, yeah, because they could, might get lost, these people.
1: I don't understand why you can't just put them in a... Like, make a history museum. put it, make, make the museum of statues. Find a city that needs some tourism. Let's say like I don't does Atlanta get a lot of tourists? Atlanta, Georgia. I don't think it gets that much tourism. No,
0: I agree. I agree.
1: Put a museum in Atlanta, Georgia and have every statue from both the Union and the Confederacy there and you just have the best Civil War museum in America with all those statues and then everyone's happy. No, you should uh, i think the Ro- and educate people correctly yeah.
0: no it was the Romans who put up statues to honor people-huh on honor battle battles you know' those, those ar- ar- these are arches yeah but to put up, you can put up a statue with someone you hate and have some people piss on it why yeah. not build? Why not a pit? Nah, mm. Yeah. Why not have a statue of Hitler and and urinals around it, and everybody can piss on him?
1: Yeah, I don't think people will like that though, because most people are still more or less Christian in their values and believe in turning the other cheek and, and being better than the bad people. You can. If you're pissing on Hitler, you're just as bad as Hitler. Not literally, <laughs> but no. You show some, someone's gonna make that argument.
0: Why can't you m- make make a, a make a um a very significant gesture about how you feel about a person in history look dude
1: when I used to play St. Augustine in in hockey in high school we used to put St. Augustine logos in the urinals of the bathroom yeah so we've I've been pissing on people I don't like forever so you never
0: and and it felt good right no I thought it was stupid but (laughs) why did you do it
1: I wasn't the one that put the the logo in the (laughs) bathroom you still pissing on it where else am I gonna piss I was given take it it off do the honorable thing you're gonna put my they weren't laminated (laughs) You want me to touch that dirty piss paper? No, thanks. <laughs> I'll pass. No, so you did. It's. I think it's a. It's, you think it's cathartic to pee on people that you hate? My point is that why not put it in this bathroom stalls so that we have to do number two on them? Yeah, no. My, I think that's more disrespectful. Or
0: you can do it even worse. You can think about about a monument. I thought about that years ago. Like like, we have um, a recycled uh, glass, sure. right? Yeah. So what if you make a pit? and You put like um. It was not a despicable figure in history mussolini uh, mussolini Ceaușescu, stalin stalin uh, uh genghis khan if you like genghis wanna. khan yeah. uh, pol pot uh, mao of course
1: lewis and clark you could argue well that's not
0: <laughs> 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 lewis and clark maybe <laughs> god, excuse me god bless you uh, corona my man my corvus. corvis, c- c- covid is what corvus. you're trying to say. Oh. COVID. I'm trying to COVID. P- pluck my my bread of clothes. My curve clothes That was a, was a joke.
1: <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> Stupid. A oh. joke needs to require some sort of okay. reference All humor. Right. No but shock value.
0: What if you make a pit, right? And then in oh. the pit there's a statue and then you bring your bottles and you can throw your broke your bottles on the on the man's head. Yeah, and at the same time, all the glass will disappear underneath and will be recycled. That would be that would be not a bad money. I
1: believe what the people in the South argue with these Confederate statues is that these were like these men were great leaders, you know, and great war generals, and they value that over the fact that they were fighting to keep men and women enslaved. It's kind of that argument of like, can you still watch the Cosby Show even though Bill Cosby was a terrible person? Can you still respect this? generals leadership even though what he was fighting for was slavery not it's not a perfect you know equivalency because one is art and one is war but i think that's the argument that the people in the south have
0: i agree and then so now uh
1: my and um, do you think they want people pissing on their esteemed leader
0: good point because i was someone in camden was uh in uh, during a protest was talking about you know he goes into the uh into the city hall Going to the city, there's a Woodrow Wilson High School. right? Woodrow Wilson, he was a very uh, overt uh, racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody disagrees about that.
1: Yeah, there's a he. He was the first one that uh, watched. Uh, what was the movie? A new nation. Yeah, yeah. Birth of a nation. of nation. Yeah. He was the one that praised it. You know. Oh well, yeah, I said he, it was magic and, or something. And,
0: and, yeah, he was. Uh, so changing the name of the school in a, in a predominantly black city. Yeah, I can. I get that. But then he started talking about Walt Whitman. Was also a racist, and it was like, oh wait a minute. And then I, uh, because you know, I have a, I have a, a weakness for Walt, for Walt, Uncle Walt, mm-hmm. because he, I think he's, he did a few great things, but then, if you look at what, what he says, yeah, he, he would be considered, especially today, he would be considered a, a blatant racist. For sure. Do you want to get rid of his statues as well?
1: Yeah. How much do we respect the different times argument, where? Maybe he was just a normal guy back then, and a normal guy happened he, to be racist. He was a
0: very progressive guy, so he was less racist than the other people, but still blatantly
1: racist.
0: He would not, but, you know, he would not be someone who would, who would, who would, who would uh, um, have slaves themselves, himself, yeah, or, or hit them, or, 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 or uh, But
1: here's an argument I heard from Andrew Schultz, a comedian. He goes, "If you take it way back, most of the early scientific developments." You know, um, the the cosmos and most uh, algebraic, you know, things that we're still using today were discovered by these old Greek dudes who were their behavior would be considered despicable today. Absolutely. So do we, if we can dismiss their behavior? Well, but the thing is, is science is different, right? But at some point, science and philosophy don't differ too much. It's learning from people's ideas and learning from people's discoveries. So if we can dismiss the ancient Greeks for their despicable behavior, where do we stop dismissing people for their despicable behavior? Good point. Is Good it, point. is it that NASA was built by Nazi scientists?
0: Uh, yeah, Werner von Braun was the one who, exactly. was, who, who, who created the concept of that.
1: So are we going to cancel NASA? Because we're not pro-Nazis. So that's 1940s. 1950s right So is that long enough ago That we can dismiss The despicable behavior No it's a good point
0: I don't um, I don't know Because and then in I, that I, case
1: I, I, Walt Whitman's off the hook
0: I don't think uh, I don't I think we should
1: um, Or should we separate People's personal Beliefs Behaviors and ideas From their contributions To society So should I be able To enjoy the Cosby show or R. Kelly's music. No,
0: not, I don't think we're going to be able to get a bit of uh, uh, Walt, Walt Whitman's body of work. But they, they were talking about statues, and yeah. um, so the, f- the interesting thing about statues is they were like when the Reformation happened, the statues were the f- statues were the first to go. The statues of the saints, the gods, yeah, because the Protestants. <laughs>
1: this Gerald Van Wilgen,
0: synth pop. This is my little pop song. Oh, here we go. My dad made that. Or sorry, <laughs> not my dad. Gerald <laughs> made this himself. Follow um, him on
1: SoundCloud, yo, dropping them heavy This is like beats. a
0: surprise little, uh, l- dropping su- surprise beats here. Here we go. Anyway, so no, but my point was that the uh, so the, the whole idea reformation of the Reformation, reformation uh, uh, st- uh, the building storm, as you call it, is the... the, the st- uh, st- uh, um, uh, it, well, you know the word iconoclast—that that, yeah. that destroyed the, the images, the not only the uh, the the statues, but also the frescoes, the paintings on the churches. They were all painted over. And now they're actually rediscovering all those because one of the, one of the Ten Commandments is command, Ten Commandments is that you shall not take worship idols. Yeah, take yeah. Take, take the Lord's image, whatever. And so um, that idea of of what happens now has, is has, is is based I mean based it's is, is very recognizable it's similar to
1: similar to that it's well I just think the, I don't think people have problems with the existence of these statues I think it is kind of like the you can separate the art from the artist when an artist is terrible because they often are I mean artists are often no, terrible Elvis go Presley going, ba-
0: going back to the restoration right yeah reformation uh, so, uh, re- sorry reformation going back to reformation so let's say I mean most of these Statues were not that good. But let's say you have a a very famous artist who had created statues. Yeah, Would you have to destroy those as well? Or would you say, well, you have to put those in the museum? I mean, they also also have an artistic quality. Yeah, but that's where I think it's
1: weird. Because what what these statues do is they celebrate these men who are fighting for slavery, right? That's what these... can Like, I think most people... I've never heard a compelling argument against that from someone from the South who wants to keep those statues. It's like, no, we're celebrating a great war general, a great war general who was fighting on the side of keeping men and men and women enslaved. Like with all due respect, I have zero respect for your argument, but I do think that another thing people say people on, you know, the right and left side of a lot of political spectrum say you shouldn't try to erase or suppress history so I don't think these statues should be destroyed, but I think they should be put in a museum, and I think people should be properly educated on them.
0: I agree. I agree. And what? about, what about like I mean, um, the, the statue. Statues are of course symbols. The, the
1: yeah, but they should be a symbol of the ugliness of the American history, because the ugliness of American history is seldom taught to American kids. People no, no, I agree. But but
0: but but that's not the true history. The true history. Those are just the the the. Uh, um, the the the, the signifiers of history but the, the true history is what happened and and what 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 what, the, what a, ra- um, a, a racist history has caused an, an unequal society
1: and that's you don't resolve that with with destroying uh statues you know what i mean no you but you resolve that by using those statues as a form of education i understand that but what, Do you know what south africa did when they ended apartheid they did the uh, truth and uh,
0: commission exactly
1: there's never been something a quick explanation truth commission was literally they explained to all of the people of south africa how a 10 percent white 90 percent black population was ruled by that 10 percent white population legally for such a long time and what they pretty much broke down what they did and what their justific not justification but why it was successful to, to the white people. You yeah, know because I
0: mean? they, they allowed them to come clear and they said, you have to confess, but you're not going to get punished.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is cool. And so it-
1: they explained how 10% of a population oppressed 90% of the population. Yeah. How they broke the you know traditionally African black people into different sects and put them against each other. It was essentially, a, they came clean about what they've been doing to oppress most of the country for such a long time. The U.S. has none of that. I mean, even in schools, you're taught that, you know, racism was a thing. I saw a really funny meme the other day. It was like uh, high school textbooks in the U.S. are like there was slavery and then the Civil War ended it. And then there was Jim Crow and then the Civil Rights Movement ended that. And then the Civil Rights Movement pushed for progress and the last racist to ever live killed Martin Luther King Jr. And then it was all good after that. That's kind of the education you're given. Not to discredit some schools that do a really great job with it, but like. The, the you I do think at some point we're gonna need a South Africa apartheid truth commission in this country, or else, cause I don't know I I don't blame people in this country for being ignorant. That's what I mean. To say.
0: No, I, I get that, but on the other hand, I mean the people who actually did it in South Africa were still alive. The people who did yeah, it was ninety six. So did it. Uh, yeah, 96. the people who did it here, they're, most of them are dead. So the people who actually.
1: Not necessarily, though. Being there's like Reagan's campaign. They talked about um, using politics to benefit white people and and hurt black people. Like there's people on tape saying that. From no, no. Reagan. I understand that. So those guys are still alive. And the
0: Nixon was also not a. It doesn't have a clean. clean no, definitely either. not. But it's not. As extreme as it was in South Africa.
1: No, of course not. But it also wasn't able to be put in law like it was in South Africa. I mean, apartheid was a law,
0: you know. Yeah, and they—where they, did it they learn it? You know.
1: Yeah, I just think, honestly, the the thing with these statues is that it's it, it's pretty clear at this point as Americans that the education system and the government, the central government, isn't gonna isn't gonna do this. It's not gonna happen. It would have happened by now. So I do think it's important that we take these historical monuments that we still have, these historic, these powerful images that we still have, and use that imagery to imagery to educate people on the history in this country, especially the history regarding race. I mean, we're recording this I think two weeks after the the George Floyd um, murder and and all the protests and shit. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I mean, I like we're a pretty progressive liberal family. Besides one fourth of us. And we're uh, the one that's not living in this house right now. And uh, he who shall not be named. <laughs> and we're all pretty, like, I always felt that we were very tolerant and whatever. But when something so ludicrous happens, like this last two weeks and all these protests and all these people, pretty, like, my social media has been people just begging white people not to, you know. Not to post anything, not to say anything, but literally begging, like, hey, just ed- just learn shit. Just educate yourself. Yeah, yeah. under Try to understand. So I did that. And you realize, like, oh, my knowledge of the history, my knowledge of everything, what was, you know, I still have so much to understand and learn. I thought I got it. You know, I thought I was one of the good guys. I thought I was, you know, progressive, liberal, tolerant, you know, non-racist. You know, I gave myself, I was patting myself on the back for 21 years. But then 22. But then you kind of realize, like, oh, I still have so much to learn, and I'm still very ignorant in some ways. So if I'm ignorant, in some ways, I can't judge anyone in this country for being ignorant, more or less ignorant than I am, because you know.
0: No, just and that's the whole thing. With, with these kinds of issues, you don't want to. It's very easy to point fingers at people, like, oh, you know, he's a racist, blah blah blah. And it's
1: destructive.
0: It's it, it's not very, It's destructive, but it's also not very helpful. It doesn't no. help the dialogue, and you have no. to get people to. First of all, they have to have to get people to start talking to each other i mean that's the most important thing and then you're right there's no um and you i mean you see that back in the netherlands as well in in, in a, it's a different um bit of a different issue but you have you have the you have we have had some um an, a search of a right-wing parties in the netherlands because of yeah. the immigrants and one of the big problems with the immigrants is that they were ignored for many many years so they were never accepted into the society because they thought they would go back so they never learned the language they kept st- they stuck uh, to cling to their own culture which was uh, mostly uh, middle eastern or islamic and they created a basically a wall was created a wall of, yeah. of discommunication wall of mis- of misunderstanding resulting in 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 accesses um uh, um on both sides you know people had had no clue what what either, either one of you what they were doing no know what they
1: wanted or what they were and hoping if you, for yeah
0: and if you work with if if but if you are in situations where they are getting together and they are doing things together and they are ex- respecting each other then nothing is going on nothing is wrong yeah. of course they have different religion different opinions but that, but who cares that's normal people
1: like people normally yeah that's something i noticed too i remember listening to um I, i'm a big fan of like fighting mma UFC shit yeah. and I listen to there's a lot of fighters coming out of Georgia right now Georgia and Dagestan are part of Russia Georgia like, uh, the, it, con- yeah. the country yeah, yeah. Georgia and Dagestan a region of Russia and they're bordering each other
0: yeah what's the guy from back? Khabib <laughs> Khabib yeah the big guy the wrestling guy right? the wrestler the, the, the choker yeah.
1: yeah he's not that big though I know he fights at 155 pounds oh wow He's he the
0: guy who chokes everybody, right? The, the wrestling guy. Yeah, he
1: doesn't choke everyone, but he normally just puts you in a position where you can't move. And he fights. He
0: fights bears. When he he wrestled a bear yeah. as a
1: nine-year-old kid. Yeah, <laughs> kid's a um, guy's amazing. I shouldn't call him a kid. And <coughs> he's probably one of the most famous uh, Muslim athletes in the world. He's great. Excuse me. Yeah, after the soccer player, what's his name? Salah. Oh, Mo Salah. Yeah, yeah. Mohammed Salah. Egyptian. Great. Awesome. Liverpool. Liverpool. You'll never walk. Yes. But. Um, so this guy from Georgia was talking about Russia, uh, compared to Georgia. And he was like, in Georgia, we hate the institution that is Russia. Like we hate the Russian government. We hate Russia politically. We hate Russia historically, but we don't hate Russian people. In fact, most of our life is interacting with Russian people. Cause if you live in a city or you work in like a corp, you know, metropolitan area, or whatever, in that region of the world, chances are you're interacting with a lot of Russian and Eastern European people. So you don't hate Russians, but you hate the institution that is Russia. And I find I found that to be super profound because it kind of dehumanizes groups. But I think that's kind of a good thing in a way, where if we can make people realize... I think it would remove a lot of hatred in the world. So if you take, like... Um, I mean, like... Vietnam, Vietnamese people have always apparently been really good to Americans and hold no grudge or whatever. Yeah. But let's just say they hated Americans for the sake of this argument. And I only use Vietnam because that seems to be a country that's been very forgiving and, and all that shit. But if you could just talk to these Vietnamese people that, in my hypothetical world, hate Americans, right? Mm-hmm. And you tell them you should hate the institution of America and the politics of America, yeah. but don't hate American people. That's a thing like I think that's where the the disconnect is that these Georgian people that I've heard talk about it really fucking figured out and they have an awesome language. So it's the same with with, you know, race in this country. If you take a really racist guy and can first make him understand that he's probably met a lot of black people that he really likes. He's, I mean, most racist people listen to rap music (laughs) yeah believe it or not and they eat fried chicken and they and and they enjoy the 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 fruits of labor of the black culture that's pretty much ran american pop culture for the last 60 years yeah so you got to understand like i think if you can first get someone like that to to understand that they don't hate black people they hate whatever they've been told about black people that's how you get them to that's how you can convince a racist to not be racist anymore because that's a really fucking hard thing to do
0: I mean, there's different. I mean, there's grad. There's different gradations. Of course, of There's course. R- there's people who actually believe that black people are not as intelligent as white people.
1: But I think those people are dead. At, like we gotta wait for them to die because I think some people are too far gone. I, don't, along, no, no, no. I don't know, I understand.
0: But there's also, and you see that with with the gays as well. There's also, there is. I mean, you move to look at it. You can look at it in a political in a political perspective. Like, um. Take for instance homosexuality. Homosexuality. In history, it, I mean, of of course, there were some 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 uh, issues here uh, in throughout throughout history, but in in general, it in was Greece, huh? ancient Greece. In general, it 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 wasn't a problem mm-hmm. until the gays started said they want something, they wanted certain rights, mm-hmm. and the same with 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 uh, like you it. see it with minorities. If yeah. minorities are not a problem. As long as they don't demand certain rights, the, but if, as long as you don't demand a piece of the cake, and the whole piece of the cake thing, I mean, that's what drives most people. Like the, the, we, this, we have, a, we've seen it with women, yeah. We've seen it with with handicapped. We have seen it with 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 minorities, elderly, uh, with the elderly, and now so we, the, the, whoever you know sits, sits on that cake has to give that up, and that's yeah. and that's what has to happen, and that's what I think is is the biggest challenge for, for coming up the next uh, t- uh, coming years because. It's easy to p- put a black square <laughs> black square, on, black your, square on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. your Instagram. It's easy to... Go, I mean, it's very easy to protest. It's very easy to put a banner on. But now you have to go like, well, do I want to pay extra taxes? Yeah. Do I want to go... Um, do I want to... Um, well, we talked... Yeah, remember that we talked about, about CODAS. Do I want to...
1: Potentially forfeit give up, a job opportunity. Give up
0: a job because or not only a job like like i'm a writer so do i want to give up my opportunity to publish a book in favor of someone with a minority yeah. or whatever
1: well I'll, that's
0: I'll, those choices people have to make now
1: yeah here's something i was talking about recently as well because i was arguing with someone about quotas because so i didn't know how helpful they were and they kind of accused me of being racist by saying that i think there's better <laughs> ways to help society but i did say and I do mean this like if ever there comes a time where there's me and someone any person of color who is of equal qualifications of me if I don't get that job I will be like that's for the better like I I don't mind not getting a job if the only deciding factor was that I'm white and this is a person of color because it's I do think that's a like things are gonna have to overcorrect, you know, like that's just how shit works. Things don't go from being pushed way in one direction to right down the middle where they're supposed to be. There's gonna need to be an overcorrection. We saw it with the Me Too movement, like Me Too, right? At first, everyone coming out, everyone talking about Epstein and Harvey Weinstein, all these people were like were people that have been dying to speak for years that were never listened to, and then by the end of it. You had people trying to, you know, get people who were like, they had a bad date or something, and then trying to call them a sexual offender. And why, what I don't understand why people are so scared of it is because whenever that happened, people were like, oh, no, you're not, that's not sexual assault. You just had a bad date. Like, people noticed it. It's the same with this. It's going to overcorrect. And then people will notice it: black people, white people, all people of color, all people, whatever. And then it's gonna come back to the middle, and we're all gonna be happy. So I do think I'm probably gonna be the generation that has to like maybe forfeit some opportunities. But dude, I'll, like, pri- like privileges in this world exist, you know? Like, okay, there's not. A,
0: and then this, I mean, the big question, the big question is uh-huh. is something that is not on, certainly not on. I mean, this is. It, is the, I mean, the economic, p- political, social issues are one thing but a big question is is um what is the prevalent culture prevalent culture the prevalent culture so um years ago there was a there was a little video on uh, on facebook or whatever about a, a group a uh, like a therapy group yeah and these were all very progressive well-meaning you know left-leaning people you know at the best intent and they basically said it was what i think it was um one african-american gentleman maybe maybe more sure but the suggestion was well if you guys just would behave like we behave everything will be all right like so if you want to behave as soon as you who
1: who said this african-american no
0: no the the white person said and the african-american said he was he he was a very friendly guy but he something snapped snapped in his head he goes like why do we have to always have? To, why do we always have to come to you? Yeah. Why do we have to, you know, uh, adapt to your 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 way of living, your way of looking at things, your way of 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 your culture? Sure. And so, um, and I think that was a very valid point. And I think that's the and and I th- think that's the biggest um, issue coming up. Like, how do you give people not only black people but also you know, any minority how yeah. do you give them their their um their own u- universe so to speak so it's not only by, but i think it's not an, only, only uh, uh, i'm talking about culture the l- cultural expressions but like yeah. simple things like architecture you know wh- why does a um uh, a black family has to live in a house that's based on on a european design that's thousand okay. years old you know I, what i mean
1: i think that's an interesting back and forth though once again, this may be a privileged opinion, but first of all, I don't think that people should have to assimilate fully. But a lot of the early civil rights leaders, such as Martin Luther King Jr., did gen like his genuine assimilate
0: belief. to what? That's the question. Well
1: Martin Luther King himself had genuinely genuinely believed, and I think he did so out of necessity and not desire. But his whole thing was, if we want to be equal with the white people, we need to assimilate with white people. Yeah, we That's, have to assimilate. They have to exactly. That's why he spoke like very prof like articulate yeah. smart sounds like he went to Harvard. yeah i you know what i mean i uh, i i this one when it comes to americans by the time that most black people have been in the u.s it's longer than most white people here by now because a lot of white people have immigrated here in the last couple hundred years and a lot of you know at this point black americans and white americans um hispanic americans if you're from the north american continent and you're you're as american as it comes i mean canadians and mexicans and americans aren't that different so i don't think there should be a need to assimilate towards a dominant culture on this continent because there is no dominant culture i mean the white americans are a 400 year old culture and we can argue that you know hispanic americans are Three hundred fifty year old culture. No, no,
0: no. The, the the dominant culture is is the is the western is Euro- the majority Western European culture. I mean, it's, it's the language. Okay. The school system. Sure. The way people dress. The way I'm talking about so simple. Th- I'll, I'll say. I'm in, talking about how people behave. Like, I get that. You say hello and thank you and you shake hands and you and you sit yeah. down for you know.
1: I'll, I'll say in Europe, I do think if you move to Europe, there needs to be a like you need you like you don't have to do anything of course, but on some end you should at least some sort. Not conform, but exist and respect the country that you move to. I mean, the Netherlands is a, you know, thousand-year-old plus country and culture with oh, ideas.
0: 10,000. <laughs> Ten
1: 10,000, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to move there, I don't think you should lose all of your culture and individuality. I have friends who are, you know, uh, from Lebanon and Suriname and stuff, and they still eat Suriname's food and Lebanese food, and they have they speak, you know, their language at home and their Lebanese. But at the same time, they're also Dutch, right? Because they've lived there their whole life.
0: Yeah. No, d- yeah.
1: And but, I, I don't mm. know if... I, I know how it works in, in Canada. If you're going to be... For the refugees, what they try to do is immerse refugees, not all together, but into Canadian society. So, like, they try to have you live in a community of Canadians. They don't try to put every refugee in the same community. Which I think is good, honestly. I think it's good because you become more accepted by the by the majority... It kind of loses those barriers of entry that come with. No,
0: I understand when it comes to new immigrants, but these are African Americans are not new immigrants. But
1: I think, don't you think? Well, okay, but African Americans now have their own identity. And what I've come to learn from, but also, like, what I've come to learn from listening to a lot of African Canadians and African. British people and people like from African descent that live all over the West is that the African American identity and culture has resonated amongst African people all over the world. So in creating their own, not like not to make it different because everything comes together, but having an African American culture has created an African Western culture for the whole world. No, I I agree with that. I agree with that. But, 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 no one should be forced to of course like i think that that is shitty but
0: <clears throat> i don't no, no, know. The, the the especially the um, you have the
1: Malcolm x argument right now
0: yeah and and my friend uh, I had, when i was growing up in groningen in the netherlands a lot of my, not a lot but a few of my friends were um from you know dutch um, colonial history is is very um sketchy <laughs> sketchy but also <laughs> Rich and deep, and the people um, in my um, in my town were Moluccan. Uh, Moluccans, they were from that's an island in Indonesia, and especially the Moluccans were uh, in the identifying with the American uh, Black American uh, culture. It's really interesting because they like they love the music, they love the way they, they have the sneakers. I mean, they were the ones the first one who wore the expensive sneakers yeah. and the and the um, and and uh, the varsity jackets, and all that stuff. That's really cool. But it's true, yeah, American culture, black American culture is, is going all, all over. You see, I mean, if you look up uh, rapper, like Dagestan rappers or... Ka- yeah, or, uh, they're
1: mirroring... Irkutsk rappers. Um, they're mirroring yeah. guys from Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, what the United States is better than any other country in the world is they export culture. Films, TV, music, fashion cultural staples are being exported in the United States better than anywhere else in the world. That's you true. argue France or or maybe Italy, but that's just fashion. And then England tries, but they don't compete with the U.S. on exporting culture. It's just, it's next level. And that's the one thing where, of course, there are some racial biases and things like that. And a lot of white people are running the those big companies, especially in music. So, uh, But when it comes to what actually gets exported... That's a pretty fair representation of the culture, and and, and African American culture has run pop culture in this country for a long no, time. No, I agree. I agree. But but you have, the question, you have to question. Have to but they're ab- not benefiting from it, which sucks, because a lot of the studio executives and shit are white white dudes who yeah. fuck people Am I, over. my
0: and my experience in those countries, in Far East countries, is that they're still. Far
1: East is a very, uh, Western perspective. I'm <laughs> know. i just thinking about that <laughs> because it's far yeah. in the East. Yeah. It's a very Western the West. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, in
0: countries like, like India, Pakistan, people are extremely racist. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's no other issue, but they do enjoy rap music, uh, China as well. But, um, yeah, but that's, yeah, that's an, um, but that's not issue. I mean, they're not, yeah, I can I don't know. I don't have. I don't know about enough about how what, if what, if there are people going on tour there.
1: My thing with this like assimilation is, I think assimilation is good, but I also think, of course, you should assimilate with the culture, but I and keep your own culture. I think that's perfect. So a country that forces immigrants and, and minorities to not have any of their own cultural identity is clearly wrong.
0: Well, and you can, how about the other way around? Yeah, you know. but,
1: but I, I don't. I don't know if having all the Italians live in Italy, Little Italy. And all the Chinese people live in Chinatown. That would be the other way around. right? No,
0: no, the other way around would be um, where everyone just sticks together. Cultural. I mean, I think cultural cultural appropriation is, is an interesting term. No, what I mean is like um, cultural
1: appropriation just means not giving credit. To be honest, it's well, it's like like or, or no, no one's mad that you take something from another culture. They're mad if you take it, claim it to be your own, and then no, don't.
0: it goes further than that. Like uh, my friends, okay, I'm talking now, about reasonable. I've, I have Navajo friends, and they do oh. a Navajo um, culture. They do a, a, sp- a spring ritual every year. It's yeah, a, it's a very ach- archaic, ancient ritual. And then all these white people from all over the country, <laughs> they I mean, they have they're well-intended, and they and and you know they know the and they know this, their stuff, and they have the right the attributes, and everything. to and they go there because they want to be part of it. But the Indians were like. I mean, it's nice you're here, but it's our thing, you yeah. know. And and okay, so in, a, in a way, you can say the same with with with.
1: But we're uh, trying to be open, right? Huh? We're, we're we're preaching openness right now, right?
0: Yeah, but there's also you and have
1: non-exclusion. To,
0: it's yeah, but the, uh,
1: it, uh,
0: the it, this, this, this is this is this uh, is an interesting point because now we have a point where people white people go to these ceremonies. Yeah they should not be excluded so they're they're welcome but they don't like it Uh uh-huh but if native americans go to white people's ceremonies Mm -hmm. so what if you have um uh so what would be the equivalent of a of a spring ceremony let's say um coachella christmas or the mummers. Let's say the mummers. Let's the say mummers you have. Mummers in Philly. Okay. Let's say the mummers in Philly, and suddenly the. New Year's Day parade we do here. in Yeah. In Philadelphia. And suddenly a group of Native Americans shows up, dressed up as mummers, and go like, "We want to be part of this." Uh, they're gonna get kicked out right away.
1: I don't know about that. Yeah.
0: Because they, they have to go through the organization. They have yeah. to go to the. They have to be approved, accredited. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Well, those white people in those Native Americans um just just for ceremonies do this show up they go, blah, yeah. but look at us. we can do this blah blah blah, blah.
1: yeah that's the appropri- that is that's where the cultural appropriation comes to our self-appropriate whatever yeah it's like you don't have you can kind of take whatever you want from other cultures just fine but for anyone to take anything from your culture or to be a part of it you have to be a part of the infrastructure and part of the system such like such as the Mummers. I mean, most people who take part in the Mummers Parade, they're like part of some group or team that have been taking part in it for years.
0: No, I think the point is that the and this is a gross generalisation, I think the point is that white people walk into other people's cultures accepting to be accepted while if it's the other way around, it would be not the case. Yeah. So if you have, I have used a stupid example, but people... If if everyone anyone's listening to this podcast, they're gonna kill me for it. All
1: seven people, sure.
0: All two people, no. But if you if you go to a theater in in a in a, a mostly American African American neighborhood, go through a movie theater, mm-hmm. there's a different experience than than if you go to a white suburban uh, theater. Okay. Because, um, I mean that's that's I mean that's not I'm not saying anything that's out of out of the. Uh, it's a
1: normal part of the lexicon it's a normal discourse, yeah
0: it's a whole different interaction with with what's interaction being
1: with cinema f- compared to cinema or the, or the
0: stage yeah. right so if you would have a group of black people going to see, to the to the Wilma theater and watching a Shakespeare show where usually you get chastised for opening up a Kenny rapper during the show that happened to to a friend of mine um and then you suddenly get some people who are like making noise and responding to the what's happening on stage. That's gonna be, you know, oh, oh we don't. That's not how we do it here. You have to behave in, according to our rules. You know, according to our our standards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's uh, that's another cultural barrier we have to have to uh, overcome. No, for sure. Because we at the same as if you go to black churches, black churches have a different experience. Yeah. So if you if you go, so that's. And it's fu- and what people what people say is like well, oh, it's fine when you do it in your own church yeah yeah but not you can't do this and you can't do this in our church while there are a lot of white people go to these churches and, and they go crazy the like well oh, yeah. yeah so that's that's an whole uh, that's that's an interesting
1: um, I think that's an interesting addition to the argument of cultural appropriation that is often not taken into consideration I think it's a good argument something I have not yet considered to be honest so. I don't know I don't know if I can speak on it right now because I I haven't really done my due diligence but I I do think it's cuz you often hear cultural appropriations like nah, people always take from each other's cultures but it's more so the um how do you put it you're assuming you'll be included whilst excluding everyone else that's kind of bullshit
0: Yeah well you 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 want to be included yourself but you don't want to include the people you are expecting to include you.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Because the the thing with with uh, uh, Black Lives Matters right now is that um, what it, what we said earlier that it has to come from your wallet. So I think I'm hoping people actually go you know frequent uh, Black businesses and and um, and restaurants and all that. But on the other hand, I can imagine that a lot of black people are not really waiting for white people to come to their places and eat with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, there is a... uh,
1: Well, there's two schools of thought on this, right? Like there's cities like Atlanta where you have a lot of, you have a predominantly black community. You have a lot of black owned businesses and and role models that are African-American men and women that have created businesses in these predominantly, you know, African-American situations and that are doing just fine. Right. Mm -hmm. But if we keep promoting that only, then we're promoting segregation. Yeah. And that's not what I don't think we want. I don't think anyone wants segregation. So I think your whole idea of of if you want to be a part of other cultures, you need to welcome other cultures into your things as well, I think makes the most sense. Is just over. I just I know this is so cliche and it's been said a million times, but just to be overall inclusive of all people, is the best way. I mean, Trevor Noah a few years ago, before any of these pro- like protests and things um uh, took place, was saying the the best cure for um prejudice and bias was um exposure. So the best way to make a racist man less racist is to ex- expose him to the you know, really cool people that he dislikes based off their skin. So, Oh, yeah, I think... If I'm homophobic and now all of a sudden I meet, you know, the dudes from Queer Eye and they save my life, I'm going to be less homophobic now, right? Because these gay men are the five greatest men I've ever met. That's true. Uh, I think
0: you can say that about any prejudice, basically. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, I think it's such a shitty thing because inclusion for some reason is really difficult for human beings to grasp I mean you see it like fucking schools hate each other and countries have rivalry but like inclusion is is most likely in my opinion the best solution to everything it'll come with some barriers of entry that that needs to not be neglected that should be expected but those barriers of entry are important to overcome so that inclusion becomes so that we become an all inclusive you know group of people. I know, you know. but
0: that, that goes, that has to go to the, to the, to the, the, into, um, media talk about education, media, yeah, because media bias is, is one of the main, or,
1: very strong in this country. Yeah. One of
0: the main, main, uh, causes of,
1: you know, a lot of conditioning goes on in the U S through education, yeah. through media. A lot of people are conditioned. That's why I, I like to have a lot of sympathy when I talk to people from this country and empathy, because, I can't really hate a guy for having any sort of bias or bigotry here because it's just, you're up against so much here. If you grow up in a certain town, you're pretty much guaranteed to have a a prejudiced point of view. And, And that's something that also I think we should have some empathy for. Not that we have to be sympathetic towards their feelings. We don't. And by we, I mean me. I shouldn't speak for anyone else. I don't have to be empathetic towards your racist feelings or sympathetic, but I have to be empathetic towards your upbringing that made you think that way. Because I'm not going to get through to you unless I understand you. You Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't mean I should be an apologist for racist people, but I should have an understanding of why one becomes a bigoted, uh, prejudiced person. I should understand the mechanisms that make someone that way so that I can communicate with them in a productive manner that genuinely speaks and resonates to them rather than just call them a racist pig who's a terrible human being and t- and end the conversation right there. Yeah, which is just as which eas-
0: is, it's, it's just as easy as being a racist, you It's know?
1: very easy to yeah, exactly. And it's hard. It's hard to sit down listen to someone who you disagree with completely and understand why they believe what they believe. I mean, it's like the old religious thing back in the day where where really religious people would tell atheists that they're, you know, that, that like, it's it's a similar thing. You have to understand people. And listen and talk. I think that's what's really missing in the modern discourse is there's zero shred of empathy or understanding of the person you're talking with. And that's what's making it impossible to get anything done in most social True. conversations.
0: Yeah, because most people only, you know, how do people communicate tw- through Twitter or yeah, whatever? Yeah, they just
1: yell at each other. That, that, that does nothing. Yeah, exactly. So what are we going to do about it? Um, that's, yeah. That's the thing. That's you're something...
0: the future, man. You should definitely an answer. Well, Come that, on.
1: That's something I learned this week, uh, in the last two weeks, with everything going on. Is is that the people that annoy me the most on social media are the ones that preach to others and tell others what to do. Those are the ones that annoy me, even though they're all well intended. Um, to claim that you, 22 year old, you know, girl, guy, black, white, what, whoever you are, to to claim that you have the answers of how all white people should behave all men should behave all black people should behave the claim to claim that you have any answers i think is really a, a a thing i don't think anyone should be telling anyone what to do right now i think right i now, agree I agree. right now we should all be taking the time to listen to people who have you know un- gone through some shit and learn as much as we can and i don't know hopefully as a collective group uh, um A lot of people come to a solution. I know it's pretty shitty to just assume others will come to a solution. So if any way I could be a part of that, that would be cool. I don't know how that would work. But to claim that I have a solution, I I think would be an incredibly, uh, first of all, hypocritical. Because I hate people that tell me. Not
0: the solution, but I mean. A solution, I think just kind of. It's about ideas more than than anything else. An idea
1: would be to kind of. Every uh, I I really believe that every man and woman and person and non-binary folk and whoever is out there should do their part. So when it comes to the environment, like the environment's a kind of easy quote-unquote thing to talk about. Like I don't know if we can do a whole world thing to help the environment, but I think if everyone does their part, the sum of all those parts will be greater than any joint effort. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. That, so that's, that's
0: the mathematics of it, but yeah, the point is what I'm a math, is, I'm a math guy. No, but the question is, what are you going to do?
1: I think every single person should a, be more inclusive, be understand that they have biases. I don't care if you're the most liberal person in the world. You're not perfect. You're not the perfect non-racist. You have biases. Take the time to be uncomfortable about those biases. Kind of be a little upset with yourself the way that I was having to kind of self-reflect the last two weeks, the way that a lot of people have been understand that you have biases, understand that they're not ingrained in you, that they're fixable. It's just going to require a lot of uncomfort. I mean, there's a lot of people of color in this country that have been forced to be uncomfortable for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I don't care how liberal you are. You can handle being uncomfortable for a month, two months, a year, however long it takes to kind of self-reflect and understand what your biases are, why your biases are that way from that point forward, what happens then? So I think that's step one. After that, I think it just comes to, on a large scale, things like education reform, hiring more people from non-conventional quote unquote communities, places like Camden in this area, places like Trenton, places like Newark, where you have predominantly black and Hispanic people, predominantly pop, like impoverished areas. Those are where you should, if you have a job that you can hire, see if there's anyone there that you can hire that you can mentor that you can create a person who can be part of this this system because I don't believe the system can change easily so I believe the system should change but in with regards to what I can do right now I don't know if I can change the system right now so I can just try to f- help people be a part of the system to make their life better
0: no, I th- uh, <coughs> yeah I think when it comes to change you have to um, you have to make some. I think you have to make some rigorous steps to to change the. I mean, even the logistics of things. Yeah. So, for instance, uh, I mean it's a simple thing, but like like like, it's already proven that it's it's, it's, it's t- totally out there example, but it's proven that teenagers are on a different t- time clock and they function much better from ten till you know eight, and yet they have to get at school by seven. Yeah. Which is so that means the first three hours is totally unpredictable.
1: It's logically dumb, but... it's it's It doesn't
0: make any... It's a power thing. It's like, oh, we do this, this is how we do it, and uh, we're not going to change Or you're teaching it. discipline. Yeah, well, that's not an
1: issue, but... Um, well, discipline is important. But
0: right? my point was that... Discipline equals if, freedom. No, no, I understand that, but my point is that you can be the disciplined at 10 in the morning. That doesn't yeah, make any true. sense. But is that we are ch- in a changing world, and also in a changing work world, and the school... Uh, rhythm has been built upon the idea of you have to go to work every morning, yeah. eat lunch, yeah. do, you know, get do tasks, get sure, sure, get sure. get rewarded. So if if they're the country is able to make, I mean, it's a simple thing. If they're able to make these drastic changes mm. without having without killing each other, they can mm. show the world and and the people like, oh, we can do this. Yeah. It's an, it's it's an also a symbolic change, but it is it makes it for much a lot of people much more easier life. Yeah, and it's gonna it's 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 gonna be uh, less stressful for millions of people millions of people because everybody is stressing with those stupid teenagers yeah, every yeah. morning to get them to school. Well, so why not? Why just t- not take it away? And it has nothing to do with with black and white, but it has to do with with attitude. You know, yeah, yeah. and that's the whole and, and that's more important than because I don't think black people are waiting for white people to do things for them. You know, no. The,
1: uh, If there is a a big change in this country, I do think it'll come from a a minority group. And that change will be better for white people and black people. That's like, I have two kind of closing arguments. First is on this topic, uh, to the conservatives of the the white conservatives, like making life better for people of color in this country, for minority groups, uh, for, you know, uh, LBGTQ groups, that makes your life better too. Yeah. It, it, you don't this, this idea that being the majority and the one who has the privilege or whatever the idea that giving that same privilege or, or having a world where things are equal means that you have less isn't true like it's better for everyone you'll you'll have more liberties you'll have more freedoms. you'll have all these great American ideas if everyone has those so you can't be a free country unless everyone has the same freedom correct. So that's like the point A that we need to get across people and whatever we're doing now doesn't work. And then B, and the reason I'm saying like speaking to conservatives is I have a lot of very liberal friends who post on their social media all the time about very liberal ideas and every single one of their followers are also a very liberal person. So that's why talking to conservatives is something that very, not a lot of very progressive people can do because the only people they talk to are very progressive people. You can't, you know what I mean? So we need to learn how to speak to very conservative people. Because that those are the people that whose minds we need to change.
0: I, I agree. I agree. And the funny thing with those people is that I mean I'm, again I can't say yeah, those yeah. people, but, but but a lot of a lot conservative interesting people. thing thing with it with people who are um, conservative um, is that they are they dug in, and if you are attacking them, they enjoy that. They make yeah. them stronger, and so yeah you my experience is that you just if you just ask questions and ex- t- tell and them listen try and try to tell them tell them to explain what their point is and try to get into a dialogue that's so uh, yeah
1: lit but listen like like you said a dialogue it's not i talk and you listen it's i listen to you too and i listen and i understand what you're gonna say i don't try to win the argument i don't try to get i don't try to gotcha quote unquote i keep doing quotes my fingers even though this is an audio medium but you got to actually listen to people because you know what maybe they say something that make that you go oh i never thought of that before my second point with regards to talking to uh some conservative friends that i have is um if you are if you were homophobic 10 years ago and you didn't believe in gay marriage right which was i think 10 years ago 2010 was around the time that gay marriage became legal in this obama country. right it's under yeah, obama, yeah. You had to know around that point in time that you were on the wrong side of history, right? Yeah. You just had to know. The same comes with now with, with regards to racial lines and religious lines and 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 uh, sexuality and, and gender, all these things. You got to know you're on the wrong side. You got to know that at one point, the world will, will be equal, whether it's in 20 years or 2000. I don't know when. But at one point, the world has been trending in that direction forever. Mm -hmm. It's never gotten less progressive, maybe for periods of time. But overall, the world has gotten more progressive. So if you're a conservative American and you believe that this is the land of the free and the home of the brave and you love this country and this is the best country in the world and no one else competes, I respect your opinion. I don't entirely agree with it, but I respect it. This is a great country and it has a lot, a lot to brag about. I'm with you. But why not be the world leader? Why not be the first to do something inevitable? Why not be the first country, the leader of the world, like we all claim this country is? Let's be the fucking leaders of the world on equality, on bringing people together, on being like a, a, a one one country as opposed to a shit ton of different ethnicities in a country. Why not be the world leader? We fucked up with Corona. We could have been the world leader with that. Oh, um, let's be the world leader.
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally I totally agree. I think and I think it goes back to what we said earlier is that to, in order to do that, people have to give up part of the pie, you know. But
1: that's not but you're not giving up part of the pie. Yes you do. No, you're not.
0: Well no no I you, no, no no I agree. You're, me you're as right. a white that dude, you th- you I'm think the, you do.
1: Yeah, exactly. Symbolically but you're afraid
0: that they're gonna dick or joke yeah, dick or sim-
1: sim- Symbolically speaking, you're giving up part of the pie. But you're not. Dude, I'm the poster boy for white privilege, I'm white. I had fine money. I went to a private school. I have European parents. I have, you know, I'm, I'm, um, I've never been like bad, bad at sports or ugly or whatever. Nothing has really set me back in life. I'm the poster boy of white privilege. I personally believe that like I lose nothing from equality. So I've been given a lot of benefits in life, but if all those benefits are taken away, I don't lose anything. I'm now just part of this. I probably gained something actually. No, I agree. I do I gain agree. something.
0: It's the same. It's the same with, um, I mean, it's, it's it, again, it's, a, it's coming from a different uh, perspective or direction. Um, but this made me think about it. That they give you the, the people also opposing uh, raising minimum wages, right? Yeah. Because suddenly, suddenly um, you're not competitive anymore which is i think total bullshit because germany is 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 competitive switzerland is competitive and the minimum, the minimum wages are like two times as high over yeah. there so and the people but the thing is the people who are stopping that the people who are against it they don't understand that if you raise the minimum wage for everybody mm-hmm. Everybody's going to spend more money. Everybody's yeah. going to get loans for bigger cars and bigger houses and do back more expensive clothes. So the economy is going to shoot yeah. up like a freaking mushroom yeah. in the spring. You know what I mean? You could and argue and inf- everybody's going to get better from it. Yeah. It's the same with 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 you could with equality.
1: Inf- you could argue inflation goes up though. No, it doesn't. No, it has. It doesn't necessarily. The thing is, is here's the deal: if the U.S. raises the minimum wage, everyone has more money. The U.S. cannot raise inflation rates to the point that they raise minimum wage so in that case everyone's better off and the only people that lose out are the ones running the companies which we don't really mind yeah the only thing that's going to happen is that if, if if i mean dude amazon everyone should be making six figures who works for amazon yeah like for walmart
0: right if, if walmart, honestly if people at walmart all get in, and just i'm not even talking about getting money i mean i would rather see them getting good Benef- health care benefits yeah and benefits and, oh, well, then the Waltons are not going to be billionaires, multi-billionaires. They're going to be single billionaires. So yeah. what's the big deal? You God know? forbid.
1: Yeah. God forbid. But I, don't, I don't like hate. Like, I appreciate people who make their money. Like, I, I respect. I genuinely do. I'm not. I'm a bit of a capitalist in that sense. Probably because I'm young and I have dreams. But, like, no, no one needs a trillion dollars like fucking Jeff Bezos. Like, no one needs to be a trillionaire. Like that's impossible to spend. Your kids can't spend that money. If you have 10 kids, they can't spend all the money that they would inherit
0: oh, if yeah. you died
1: tomorrow. There's just a certain point in time where we need like I'm not, I don't not. know. I think we should allow people to make their money and get ahead in life. But also the what like the, this is one of the only civilized countries that has very that has zero safety net. I mean even, wow. even yeah but
0: that's another another topic for another
1: show yeah I do think because we are probably running long yeah we're well, we like one hour in, in, into this the one thing we should close with is what we'll discuss next time we are what What would you like to discuss next time because <coughs> I have a few ideas but they kind of require you to do some homework so oh like what well I think we should talk about sitcoms because we've watched community <laughs> Public culture, yeah. I think you should watch The Office before we discuss all the of cops. them. Yeah, no, yeah, at least like most of it.
0: I can, I can watch it like an account and I can scan it, like do a, no, a, a diagram. Just watch one.
1: Like, t- like seasons two to four. That's like you could do that in two days. Oh man, it's a great show. Okay, what else? The American one. Um, I mean, have you seen Friends? I don't want to go I have seen See so- See your, No no no, your, no no Your artsy bias means you I have it. seen it I have okay, seen so it When it was on television yeah. Okay If we If we do a sitcom epi- uh, Episode of this podcast We can do it in like A week or two <laughs> I'll prepare like A bunch of shit For each show And then we can discuss Oh you gonna have clips And stuff like that Not, not necessarily clips But just ideas and, and stuff We can also do I don't know Do you have anything That would be nice To talk about On the next rendition Of Gerald's show With this
0: what oh you mean my uh, the the it was called um, brainwashed yeah brainwashed um with like gerald it. and no one else i like <laughs> 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 All right. <I'm>
1: <coughs> <coughs> no no you don't have to put me in the intro it's fine <coughs> no, no 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 don't worry about it well um what yeah, would but, you like to talk but, about
0: i we supposed to talk about shakespeare but
1: okay we can do a Shakespeare. no i'm one. just
0: kidding no, no 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 i'm just kidding
1: um i would have like t- uh uh, something you care about, something you'd like to talk about. We can do that one next. We can do sitcoms later. We're gonna, so we're gonna have a
0: guest with jo- Jochem talk about music.
1: Okay, perfect. We'll do music. So yeah. next time you listen to this, we'll and talk then uh, Jeff music.
0: is gonna come in and we'll talk about food. Okay,
1: so we'll do sure. music and food. Yeah, and uh, nice. Okay.
0: Okay, dokie Thanks for listening. This was Brainwash with Gerald. <laughs>